0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Charge Running Podcast. I'm Coach Larry, and in today's episode, Coach Michelle is going to be interviewing one of our other awesome Charge Coaches, Coach Dana. You'll get to learn Coach Dana's go-to strength training routine, what's her go-to breakfast that she swears by, along with so much more. So, you guys, let's jump right in to this awesome episode. Where we get to learn all about one of your favorite charge coaches, Coach Dana.
1: Hello, Coach Dana. Oh yeah, you're wearing the charge shirt. It's so okay, yeah. right? Are you charging it? Oh, you're charging it totally. Oh yeah. Do you watch The Bachelor? Of course. <laughs> we have a little bachelor like wall right here and when they get off we put like an x <laughs> so i'm like okay i should probably hide that let me just adjust a pillow real fast reality steve what was that have you ever read reality steve does it give away everything
2: <laughs> everything do you read it of course because then i can like watch it and I'm like oh yeah they do have a connection there okay well maybe <laughs> uh, i need yeah. to
1: because i'm kind of over it this yeah. season a little bit <laughs>
2: for about 700 years. So now I'm like, I like to watch it in reverse, like know the answer and be like, yes, I see it. I see it.
1: <laughs> I can't get myself to do it yet. Well, we did a fantasy league. Oh my God. <laughs> and so I got like five of my friends and all of my girls are basically voted out. I only have like Tammy left and she's not going to win. I still think Hannah Brown is going to come back. I don't know. Uh, I mean, according to reality Steve, I don't think so. <laughs> Welcome in, Coach Dana. Thank you for joining me for this interview. Get to know your coaches, part two. How are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Do you have a coffee right there? Do you want to do a quick cheers? Of course. Cheers. That's a big coffee. Yeah, it's a job done. You said you just drink it throughout the day and it keeps yeah. it warm, right?
2: we is at 7 a.m. and it's 12.30, so good.
1: Wow. You're just a slow drinker in general then.
2: Yes, but I like to think this is like relaxing to drink a coffee, so if it extends all day, then I'm like relaxed all day, right?
1: Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I actually agree with that. Instead of having like two coffees, just have one extended. I'm gonna do it. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you for doing this interview. You've been with CHARGE for a long time and I think a lot of people would like to learn more about your life and just a little bit more about you. So I figured it would be interesting to do these kind of interviews just to you know, let everybody else know about you. Cool. So how long have you been with CHARGE? A little over a year and a half. Okay. So yeah, that's a good amount of time. How did you start trading with CHARGE? So did someone reach out to you or how did that all happen?
2: Yeah, I got an email from Charge, and they were like, hey, here's what Charge is all about. Do you want to be one of our coaches? And I almost hit delete because I'm like, this is too good to be true. I'm sure it's kind of not, I don't know. I was like, I've never heard of this. And so I sent back like a quick, like, tell me more. (laughs) And it was like, every conversation just got better and better, and it's amazing. I mean, like, from the very moment I really learned about it, it's just grown, and it's just gotten it's exactly what runners need, and it's been amazing to coach with it and to run with it. It's just,
1: it's awesome. <laughs> it's funny because you haven't seen um, Coach Casey's interview with me yet, but he basically said the same thing. He said he got an email, he's like, is this spam? No way, yeah. this is really cool, and I don't know. It's yeah. true though, and you're right. It is totally what runners need, and I thought the same thing when I got an email. I was like, wow, that's a really cool idea, and I would love to be a part of that. Yeah, well, if- <laughs> I grew up like in a
2: team environment. I did middle school, high school, college and I was really in a running slump. Like I was listening to podcasts and audiobooks and news and like counting birds. I mean I was so bored on my runs. And then I get this email and I was like, at, like it just like came out of the sky. It was so weird. And then it's just exactly, exactly what I needed at the right time. And I think it's the same when, you know, people learn about charge and they start using it.
1: I, I feel like they feel the same way. It's just so refreshing. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So what are your runs typically with charge? I'm the
2: early crew. Um, yeah. I am Tuesdays and Thursdays right now. So 5am to basically 7 a.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then I pop back in mid-morning. I'll probably add more, you know, next year, but as far as needed, but right now I love the morning. I, I
1: just love to get up, I love to start my day with charge, I love the crew that gets up and joins those runs, so it's a lot of fun. It is kind of fun to start your day like that. I used to do morning runs and I always kind of like that. Now it doesn't really fit with my schedule as much, but it is a good way to start the day. Morning rush hour, it's super fun. And I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of runners join the morning runs, Like, you got a pretty good crew. What size are your runs right now?
2: Anywhere from, like, 17 to sometimes 20. Wow. uh, Every once in a while, it's a sprinkling of a little fewer. But it's a pretty regular crew, and it's great to see, you know, the accountability that people are doing to get there. And then just kind of, you know, it's an honor to be with them in the first part of their morning, Mm -hmm. and then send them off on their day. Like, I hope that we're sending them off with a smile and a good workout and – feeling good about themselves. So it's cool, it's really fun. Yeah,
1: that is really cool. And you said five to seven a.m., that's central time, correct? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So let's hop into questions a little bit about you. So where are you from originally? Where do you live now? I grew up in Ohio, so I, oh, oh, oh,
2: I got pictures. Oh, good, okay, we have pictures, we have visuals. <gasps> oh <Yes>. my gosh, <laughs> that's you? That's me, right? I look exactly like
1: that. Were you a redhead? <laughs> Nope, nope. I think it was just fuzzy. That's when you teased your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're so cute. Was that from the old track and field days? Yes, this was seventh grade, I believe. So that's when I started. So I grew up in Ohio, went
2: to college in Ohio, married my track cross country college sweetheart. Oh. We met on the track team and then we moved to St. Louis, we moved to Arkansas, and we're here now in the Chicago area. So kind of been all over. Yeah, really.
1: When did you move to Chicago? How long ago? Uh, about four years ago. Four years ago. Oh, that's cool. Have you met up with Rory, Julie, and Matthew a good amount of times then? Since they're also from Chicago? Yeah, a fair amount. Yeah, it's been nice,
2: and it's it's just funny that there was that connection. And also, when I received the initial email, I was like, "That's weird. Like, you're kind of in my backyard." And so it's been it's been great. It's really been fun.
1: Yeah, that is super nice. It is weird. It was weird getting the email being in California. Like Chicago, like, oh, actually I love Chicago, but they're like, oh, we need a West Coast person. I'm like, oh, this is actually expansive. It's all over the US, so that's pretty cool. So do you have any other jobs other than Charge? Yes, so I own uh, my
2: own coaching business, and so I coach individual athletes, and that's amazing. And I think that's kind of helped me with Charge, and it's also helped me with my individual athletes. So it's kind of a nice, like a nice pairing of the two. I'm also a mom
1: of three little, so that's a full time job itself. <laughs> oh my gosh, totally! I feel like you always have kids everywhere, which I'm like, I don't know how you do everything. Get used to it. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> You're regimented. What are your hobbies outside of running? Hobbies, um, lots of
2: family stuff. Like mm-hmm. really, you know, family stuff. It's funny how things have changed a little bit and evolved a little bit. My hobbies are like to make it through Saturdays because they're so busy with sports. <laughs>
1: What sports are your kids doing? Uh,
2: soccer, basketball, skiing, snowboarding, football. Just kind of a sprinkling of everything. Yeah, just it's it's fun. Just to have them try different things. But with three kids, I mean, it's like fast <laughs> and furious. How old are your kids?
1: Four, seven,
2: and nine.
1: Aw, how fun to watch them play all those sports. Do you secretly want one of them to become a runner? Or all of them? <laughs> yeah.
2: So my middle daughter just randomly, I had asked her, I said, what's your favorite sport? And she said, running. And I said, like, oh my God, say that again. Like, yeah. let me record this. I didn't yes. even prompt that. You said that on your own. I know. Well, and it's funny because, you know, obviously kids watch you and they really learn from you, but we've never pushed our kids into running because I feel like it's one of those sports that you can do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Develops um, over time. It could be after everything. Yes. And so I've never wanted it to be a punishment. Them. I've never wanted it to be that they have to do it, especially since both my husband and I run. So for her to say that was amazing, and I was so excited. But they, you know, they run. They just
1: they run everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're running. I mean, they're they're practicing now, and they don't even know it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to know a little bit about your running background. So how did you get into running? Where are you at now? What distances are you racing? Just kind of give me the, the Dana synopsis of running. So I started
2: in middle school, and my brother is two years older than me, and it was kind of one of those just natural progressions. He seemed to like it, I thought, why not? Um, I met some great friends in middle school on that first team, and they're actually some of my best friends still today. Door, oh. uh, <laughs> Yes, there's six of us. We've been friends since then. And um, it just kind of evolved from one team to the next, and went to to college, ran at the collegiate level, and then did um, four marathons after college. My first one was in Dublin, Ireland, and then Cleveland, St. Louis, and Chicago.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, and a whole bunch of half marathons and other races. And then took kind of a break, having kids, and. Ran while pregnant, ran after pregnant, ran with kids and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, And now just sort of getting back into it. And I broke my foot in the fall. (laughs) So (laughs) I slowed it down a little bit, but that's okay. I mean, it, it happens. And the one thing I've learned about running for so long is that there's just different chapters and that what running used to mean to me maybe just changed a little bit or tweaked a little bit. But the underlying thing that I've always kept is just the passion of running. I just love the feeling of running. I love the freedom of running and setting different goals. You know, maybe it's just building back up that base or focusing on a PR or thoroughly enjoying a track workout. I mean, it's all sorts of things, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's awesome that you've kept that love through all different stages of running and just, you're still, and I mean, you're still going to get back to racing. I know you are.
2: (laughs) I've got a... A fall on the calendar, A fall on the calendar, for fall.
1: So. Which one did you sign up for? Well, I haven't signed up yet. I haven't
2: hit submit. Like
1: <laughs> You have it in your head. And I feel like once you have it in the head and then yeah. you get back to training and you're feeling good after the recovery, yeah. Yeah. C- can we know what it is?
2: So speaking of full, I okay. brought this to you. I love little goodies. Yes. So this is from 2003 when I ran the um, Cleveland Marathon. After the race they would send you like a magazine and this is the race results. Like, isn't this crazy? But this is like how much running has evolved since I started. Um, you know, like this classic picture, this is like umbros and cotton t-shirts. I mean, it was, there was no GPS watches. There was a non-skip CD player that like skipped constantly. Yeah. It was so simple and basic. And when I did the Dublin marathon, that was before like all the goose and the gel, like just everything. And so I cut up a granola bar and stuffed it in a sandwich bag. And that was my, my like fuel for the race. So it's just, it's crazy to me how it's evolved from like
1: a book of results to,
2: like, <laughs> an app for each race. and
1: <laughs> That is really funny. And it is kind of funny to think about the marketing around things like fueling and just throughout the years, how it's like now in our heads, we're like, I need to have my goose. I need to have my gels. Like I need to have my electrolytes. I have to have this when back in the day. And I feel like Larry's an advocate of this. It's, it's, it was a lot more simple and maybe you didn't need all this stuff that people are telling you that you need now in a way.
2: But yeah, it's really evolved and which is cool. But I, one thing I do with a lot of my athletes, if they kind of get too much in their head and get too wound up about, Certain things, and they're just stressed. Then I just have them do what's called a run free. Just take off your watches, use no form of anything, and just run. Just like remember why you ran, remember yeah. why you started running, and just really unplug. And then, you know, if you run for five minutes and turn around and come back and you feel freed and like back to your normal self, then that's perfect. If you run for five miles, cool too, but no expectations because. I think sometimes we get so caught up in the numbers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and again, not having that and growing and having it added, I think that has helped me to keep it simple.
1: I love that. And I think, too, after a race, I think it's really important to kind of unplug for <laughs> a couple runs, too, here and there, just to, you know, refresh, get down to the basics.
2: Yes. And a PR is like perfect. Everybody wants a PR. Like, that's amazing. But if it's not a PR, I I just really want people to reflect and be like, oh my gosh, I just spent so many months, so many miles training for this. I invested time mentally and physically and energy into this. It's not wasted. I mean, look at where we've come from. Look at what we accomplished. Like, that's amazing in itself. A PR is kind of that little teary on top and, you know, all kinds of things have to line up for that to happen. But it doesn't mean if you don't get a PR that like it was a waste, you know, certainly wasn't a waste.
1: Totally. And oh, that's so hard. Especially too when you've been racing a long time and you, your PRs are pretty good for you and to get to that next level, it's gonna take a while. You can't just PR every race. So <laughs> what is your favorite distance to race?
2: Um you know, it's it changes. I think it changes based on Season and kind of just how I feel. I ran the 5,000 a lot in college and I was track and then I ran the two mile a lot in high school. So kind of that middle distance has always been a little bit of a sweet spot for me. I love the half marathon. It's just enough where it requires that training but not that entire time commitment of a whole but I also love the challenge of a full because it is a huge challenge and an undertaking and you're really committed to that training. But then I also love a 5K because it's kind of fun to turn over the wheels and see what kind of speed you can you know, produce in a 5K. So basically anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your answer is actually pretty similar to Casey's too. He likes that like mid distance, he's like leg in the half, but he wants to do another full someday and obviously likes a shorter distance from his past. I feel like a lot of runners though, have a distance that they just continuously race all the time and it could be good to mix it up. So if you feel like you're kind of plateauing in a certain distance, maybe dial it down, maybe race a 10 K. It's cool to see that you like to change during the season and stuff like that. Yeah. That's one thing I, found, I think in a lot of is not being a single speed
2: runner or a single speed racer. Cause if you just train yeah. for one thing specifically, then you kind of get in your head too much and it becomes too much of this competition around a number or a specific thing. But if you add that variety, we need variety in running just like we need in life, then that keeps it fresh, that keeps it interesting, that keeps you engaged, that keeps you mentally kind of focused on that particular race. And then you can kind of shift gears without being like, all right, back to the 5K, back to the 5K. So it just keeps it fresh.
1: Yeah, definitely. Everything you're saying is ringing true to me too. So, I mean... Obviously Dana's a good coach. She knows what she's talking about. (laughs) So do you cross train? I do. What do you do for cross training? Um, I'm pretty regular with spin and
2: cycling just because I love that low impact just turnover, but this similar cardio. One thing that I find, I don't know if you find this, but as a runner, you get used to how you feel after a run. So I've done some other cardio and I'm like, yeah, that's Like, I don't feel like I got in a workout, which I know I did, you know, but you just get used to that, that feel. Mm -hmm. So I feel similar when I do spin, but it's less impact on the legs. I love yoga too. And I used to do hot yoga, but I'm not flexible as a runner. (laughs) And I found that the Bikram just really relaxed my muscles.
1: Yeah. Which was great
2: at the moment, but like
1: horrible on a run. (laughs) I I was like,
2: whoa, I'm way, way out of whack now.
1: yeah that's interesting, and it does really take it out of you because it's so heated and got to stay yeah. hydrated if you're doing that
2: for those are I like to sprinkle that in, but too much of it is is not, but I love to spin so.
1: Too. The, the feeling that you get that's similar to running. It's, I think part of that too, for me at least, is the amount of sweat <laughs> that you get from especially doing a spin class or even spinning on your own. It feels like you just came back in from a run. Yes. If I finish a workout and I'm not entirely like
2: sweaty or feeling exhausted, then I'm like <laughs> Is that is that a running thing? Because I feel the same way. I think it is. So like when I broke my foot, I was doing swimming. And that also took some adjustment because It was definitely a cardio workout. It was definitely strength training.
1: But I was like, I'm going to pretend this is sweat. Like I (laughs) I just sweat the whole time. (laughs) Totally. I I was water running once and I think I had a bead of sweat coming down, but I didn't know if it was the water from the pool or sweat. And I'm like, I'm just going to pretend that's sweat. I'm going to pretend that I'm really getting a good workout here, just (laughs) mentally. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So do you strength train? I do. I'm getting
2: better. I will say again. I'm simple. I run. I don't, you know, do a lot of extra stuff. I do strength training now more religiously because of injury, mm-hmm. and okay. cross training more religiously. I, in college and in high school, had a very strict strength training, weight training plan, so I didn't have many injuries then. But since then, you know, it's when I can fit it in. And that is, if you don't do it regularly, it does lead to more aches and pains and injuries and things like that. So I guess I'm doing
1: much better. Yay. And I I love the resistance bands. I'm a huge resistance band fan. I think resistance bands have become a lot more popular in the Mm -hmm. last like handful of years because they're so easy to use and it just, you can get so much done with them. Do you do it at home or do you do it at the gym typically? Usually at home. Yeah. That's cool. Again, you and Casey have so many similarities in these interviews. It's so funny. I'm so excited to post this. <laughs> so would you recommend that every runner have a resistance fan at home? Yes. And actually they're
2: so inexpensive now. I mean, I think I found some on Amazon for 6 $7. They're probably one of the least expensive running things. Mm-hmm. So, and you can get like a light, a medium and a hard, so you can really adjust your strength training based on just a
1: simple van don't need weights you just need a little little s- string looking thing or ran <laughs> So easy. So a lot of people's favorite topic, what is your diet like? I guess you can kind of run through what you typically eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, maybe snacks throughout the day. In general, I'm just a pretty
2: simple eater. I like vegetables, fruits, whole grains, simple, simple, simple. I've not been a fast food eater in years and and it's to the point where I haven't had it in so long that it actually kind of makes me sick to eat it. So I just try to keep it easy. I try to keep it simple. I may make a bowl of, you know, rice, quinoa, some sort of grain, make some beans, make some vegetables for dinner one night, and then I pop them in the fridge, and I'll mix all it up for like a lunch. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we make, um, or I make, you know, dinner two to three times a week, and I'll double it, and then I'll just freeze it, and then pop it out like on a a busy day, which helps a ton. But we make a lot of soups, because you can toss a bunch of proteins and vegetables and grains in a soup and you can eat it for many, many meals or freeze it, which is great. So we're pretty simple. I do eat meat and you know seafood because I had some anemia and some iron deficiency in the past. So as a long distance runner and as a female, it's pretty common to have iron deficiency. So I see certain things that I just don't want to cut out if
1: I'm increasing my mileage. So Yeah. So on a on a typical morning you wake up, make your coffee, have your charge runs baby what are you eating for breakfast? Do you usually have oatmeal, maybe yogurt, or what's your go-to? My family calls
2: it porridge. Porridge, <laughs> It's delicious porridge. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. oatmeal, so it's just dried oats. It's wheat germ, flaxseed, and then it's like this whole grain kind of oatmeal-y mix. Um, and then I usually will pop in some wild blueberries, some craisins, maybe some raspberries, pop it in the microwave and just eat it. I mean, it's it's delicious. It is a little porridgey, <laughs> but good, I don't... Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And there's so many benefits to the, you know, the dry ingredients that I put in there. Um, it's easy. I'll usually like make five or six dry containers of them. And then in the morning, I just have to dry, pour that in a bowl, add some water, add the fruit, and then it's done. So it's super easy. Yeah. Super efficient. Uh, yeah. Super I'm organized. <laughs> yes. I have to be, <laughs> because especially on those mornings, I have a little window between the classes and getting the kids on the bus, getting them all fed and everything. So I'm snacking on the porridge while I'm making lunches and you know, it, it helps. And if I don't plan, cause really if you plan 15 to 20 minutes just to make a couple of these, mm-hmm.
1: it's so much time and then you're not just grabbing whatever. So porridge it is. <laughs> I love it. I love. Now I want to kind of want to do a little porridge thing like that. Throw some flaxseed in there, maybe some chia, all that good stuff. Maybe top if- it with some almond butter. Yes. Do you have a go-to snack during the day if you get hungry? I'm not a huge snacker. I don't know. I think the porridge does.
2: (laughs) Probably. Some good amount of fiber in there? Yeah, not really. I mean, every once in a while, you know, like apples, dried fruits. Again, I'm just not a huge snacker. I like just to eat, like, whole foods that fill me up. And then – and plus, I'm running around,
1: like, nonstop all day long. (laughs) Super busy. Just drink my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) What is your – I don't like the word cheat meal, but what is your – What's, what's a good word for that? What's splurge. A yeah, what is your splurge meal? It's probably not a meal, but I've always been a huge fan of ice cream. <laughs> I mean, you can make a meal if you want it. If I make a big
2: enough bowl, it's certainly a meal. So, <laughs> But I like ice cream with chocolate
1: and some sort of fruit.
2: Oh. I feel like
1: it balances it out, but it's perfect. It does. It does. I mean, it's basically not a dessert at that point because it has fruit on it. Yes. It's like a snack. <laughs> Love that. Do you have any more photos? Or... Yeah. Okay, so, let's see. let's see the other ones. I mean, I, I don't, this is advanced to high school. You are on the, oh my gosh. Look at you leading the
2: pack. Right? What age was that? Okay, so speaking of like the old school runners, see this tiny little like tag up here? Yes. It's like this little like tag that's literally paper clipped to my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that's my number. So like when you finish, they like, that's what they rip off and it they was. put it on this long pin. So like, you know, oh, when you're, that has the order. <laughs> yes. And then they take them off and that's how they determine who wins the race. So seven hours later, you're like, we won. We lost. We didn't win. Like, here's your place. <laughs> so there was no, you know, no chips, none of the crazy bibs, none of that. It was just this tiny little cookie thing, which was funny. <laughs> I love it. And then this is super fun. It was in a magazine. Oh my gosh. I did it. Dana. Dana. <laughs> What race was that? This was in Dublin, Ireland, and I just apparently I smile and thumbs up a whole lot when I run. I can see that. And so they tagged me in there. Tag wasn't the thing back then, but they like sent it out to people, and they were like, "This is a Dana (laughs) girl." Did you know you were in it when they sent it out? Well, they had to figure out, you know, who this was, and so found it just before. And yeah, I
1: was like, look at that. See, you should always smile. We never know. Yeah, I <laughs> always think of that when I see race posters and little things. They couldn't plan this. This is somebody just smiling in the race. Yes. I'm always kind of like... And I have no idea who this photographer was, was and I'm not sure why I was That's <laughs> a
2: good race photo, though. I feel like all of my race photos, I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> like I finally figured it out that... So they usually have, what, like seven to ten race photo spots okay and so all I do is just focus on like one spot I gotta like keep it together yeah and the rest are those awful pictures but if there's like one that I'm like yeah I got this like do your pose yeah which is usually in the race because you're still kind of jamming yeah and then the rest of them are just awful ones so you're just focus for one <laughs>
1: I like that I like that tactic that's very smart so let's talk about you as a coach so how would you describe your coaching style
2: hmm. I would say in general I'm Pretty understandable because I've been there, I've done that, I've seen it, I've coached it, I've dealt with it, I've you know, all the above. I really want to know the individual. I want to know why you're doing this. What is like the root of your goal? Is it just because like you got to be cool, or because you really want to tackle this PR? Why are you running? And so I really, really try to get to the individual and what they mean and what they're looking for, mm-hmm. and then coach around that because in general. There's a thought, but with, when you really dig into it, what does it mean? And because it, it's, it's a really personal and private experience to coach athletes, because there's a lot of emotion involved in running. You know, you have good days, you have really bad days, you have really awful days, you want to quit. Yeah. And then ride it. Like, it's just all of the above, the highs and the lows. So I like to know who the individual is and then really help them hone in on a specific goal. And it's not just one goal, it's usually like three goals. You know, here's like the perfect day goal. Yeah. Here's, you know, like I'd still be happy with this. And here's if life throws us cannonballs and craziness. This is just still our goal because we're making progress every step. So understandable. And then also just helping them really, really understand what their potential is.
1: I love that. And just talking with you, you're so relatable that I feel like I could tell you something and you'd understand it and know how to, like if I were to ask you a question, you know how to translate an answer back to me to something that would really affect my life and make sense to me in a way. <laughs> so I don't know. You're an awesome coach and people are always so excited to take your runs.
2: Oh, thanks. It's so fun. It really is so fun. And, and it's such an honor because, you know, when somebody is a runner, it doesn't matter if it's your first run or your 10,000th run, they're making a choice. They're making a choice to better themselves mm-hmm. and to take us as coaches in charge with them is an amazing honor. Thank you.
1: Like, that's just so amazing. And I will never take that for granted. So, oh, that's so sweet. Um, (laughs) So what would you say your biggest success has been as a coach? You know, I've had a lot of different athletes, a lot of really different athletes and different
2: backgrounds and different experiences. And I think for me, my biggest success are the people that just want to throw in the towel. They don't feel like they're doing it. They don't feel like they're at their, you know, peak or they're gonna reach their PR. And so they just really want to quit. Mm-hmm. And those are the individuals that I really just want to know that it's just a bad day. It's just a bad run. It's just a bad race. And that goes back to why are we doing this? Why are you running? What is it that like you really want to do? And let's get past this bad day, this bad run, this bad race, because you're here for X, Y, Z reasons. So those are my biggest successes. If I can get somebody to lace up again and
1: back out the door after they're like, I quit, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's huge. Because if you can get yourself to go back out there and you can tell somebody, hey, it's a bad day, tomorrow's gonna be a good one, let's get you back on your goal, and they actually do that, It's it must feel pretty good as a coach yeah. to know that you've accomplished that and you've spoke to them in a way that they understand and it's great. <laughs> Why are we doing, there's usually a little bit more. Why are you doing
2: this? And, you you know, just like in life, you're going to have bad days. Like you have to understand that not every day is going to be perfect. I tell my kids that all the time, but I feel like if you understand the bad and really kind of just not let it weigh you down and move on, whatever that is, like maybe it's two steps the next day, maybe it's five the day after that, like whatever it is, just continue to move forward and know you're not alone. Like that's, I think a lot. Of what running is and what coaching is and what charges. You're not alone. You don't have to do this by yourself. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah,
1: a hundred percent. What is your favorite workout? I think I have two. That's fine. <laughs> That's totally cool. Let us know.
2: I love just a good base run. I think just a nice, solid turning the legs over, low impact, just kind of feeling the legs rolling over it feels so good. I used to just. Puddle the metal all the time, all the time. I mean, I went through a phase where I was like 90 miles an hour and I was not feeling great all the time. <laughs> so now that I've learned, you know, how to really run an easy run, a base run, a long run, it just feels good mm-hmm. because then you really can spend time, you know, in your head and your headspace and just feeling good on a run. I love that. But then on the other side, I love work, you know, and when you do an easy run that gets your body prepared for the work. Mm -hmm. um and one of my favorite workouts which was um i think it was middle school or high school my coach used to do this all the time and it was 2-1-1-30-30-30 and it's just one-to-one ratio so two minutes hard one minute easy one minute hard one minute easy and you do it maybe two or three times in a run super simple to remember If i am just kind of at a loss kind of feeling flat i'll just go out and do that as my workout
1: and i love it it just it's a variety it's speed um but i love it I like easy. That. It's easy because it's like you have it in your head and you can just do it and then all of a sudden the time flies by. You're getting in an awesome workout. I like that. So wait, say it one more time. Two, 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 one, one, thirty, thirty. So it's I have to remember it's two, one, one, thirty, thirty, thirty. Two, one, one, thirty, thirty, thirty. Two and minutes on, one minute off, one minute on, one minute off, thirty. Yep. One to one ratio. I and mean, then you just repeat
2: it a couple times throughout the workout. Um after that thirty, you do like a two minute and then back at it and it's it's just good it's a quick fast like turnover fast speed good for the cardio and then the next day you rest or you do a long run <laughs> or an easy run i love <laughs> two days in a row
1: <laughs> go back to that recovery um yeah. what would you say your favorite thing about charges oh um you know i've thought about that a lot
2: and i really i love the team like i love all the coaches i love like our team and I love the Charge family. I love the enthusiasm. I love the support. Um, I love the Charge you know, Facebook group. It's just so fun of motivating people. And it doesn't matter where you are. It matters that you're speaking up and you're asking questions and that other people are encouraging you and engaging and you know, holding you accountable. If you're saying, hold me accountable, then everyone's like, gotcha, 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 which is amazing. And I think a lot of that goes back to growing up as a runner in a team environment I specifically just do better as a runner in a team, and I feel like this is a team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we're all just kind of pushing each other up, I think we're, we have so many things that we can accomplish.
1: Tearing up. Yeah. I mean, Charge is so special, and it's such a cool app that brings these runners together. And since we have opened our Facebook group, it's just been—it's crazy. Like I'll go on and you know, you know, read, see, see what the runners are doing, and then there's gonna there's just posts after posts each day, and everyone you know, you're seeing everybody's updates and it's so inspiring and everyone's excited for everybody. So it's a really good community, good support base. Well, any closing thoughts, Dana? Thank you so
2: much for having me. It's fun. I love it. And it's just, again, it's just so much fun to be on this journey and have so many exciting, you know, goals and people joining in and just Loving on charge because we love back on them just as much, probably even double. <laughs> yeah. So it's just fun. And I thank you so much for
1: sharing this interview.
2: Cool. Well,
1: thank you for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. And I think people are really excited to learn more about their coach, Dana. So thank you again. Yes, thank you. I'll talk to you soon.
0: All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Coach Dana. She is literally one of the sweetest people on the planet. If you haven't had the chance to join into one of her live runs, download the charge running app today for free, click on the trainers tab at the bottom, and then you'll be able to see when coach Dana hosts all of her live runs so she can coach you through a workout while analyzing things like your pace, your distance, cadence, and give you instant feedback that you can hear or communicate to you through your headphones. So be sure to check that out and head to chargerunning.com for any more questions. Hope you guys all have a fantastic rest of your day. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. And as always, charge on.